Hey everybody, welcome to RCC at Home. My name is Natasha. And my name is Tara. We are so glad you are here with us. If you're newer and checking us out, make sure you smash that subscribe button and hit the little bell to be notified when new videos are released here. And if you are new, make sure you head to rccsunday.com and fill out a red card. That's your best way to connect with us as a staff. Make sure you don't miss any of Pastor Mike's email notes and send us any prayer requests you might have. Speaking of email notes, if you missed this week's announcement about continuing RCC at Home and what the plan is for in-person services, make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or website to get the latest information. Yes, you don't want to miss that one. And today, Pastor Sam is talking about when we take the mask off and how we can be ourselves. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. We're about to jump in to worship, take this time to focus on the words, breathe a little bit, and focus on your relationship with God, and let this be an intimate moment for you. Let's get to it. Hey, RCC family, happy Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, as we get into this mask series, there's this quote that's been coming up in my mind a bunch. It's this, it's, wherever you go, there you are. As we finish the series, it's been on my brain all the time. Wherever you go, there you are. It gets at this point of tension that I've, I've felt for a large part of my life. Maybe, maybe you felt it too. I mean, I've always been told by, by friends, by teachers, by family, by Disney movies, by you name it. I've been told to, you know, just be yourself. Have you ever been told to just be yourself? It's, it's such a nice thing to say. But if you're not so confident that yourself is worth being, what do you do then? What if, what if you've experienced the tension that that quote points out? Wherever you go, there you are. You've experienced what it's like to try to change parts of your life, your location, your look, your interests, your whatever else, and yet you always seem to shine through in all of the, uh, let's just say all the least endearing ways, all the least attractive ways, in all the least admirable ways. So when people tell you to just be yourself, you find yourself wanting to, to yell back, what if myself ain't so worth being? What if myself isn't all you think it is? And this is when those masks that we've been talking about feel the most comfortable. This is why we wear them. They, they feel safe. They feel like a protective layer that shields us from the world, that shields others from experiencing the parts of ourselves that we, that we just don't want other people seeing. So when I say today we talk about what happens when the mask comes off, you might recoil a little bit. Maybe you don't want to take off the mask you've been showing the rest of the world quite yet. You're not alone. By the way, my name is Sam. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's so good to be with you. But I want you to know I get it. I get it because I know we wear these masks for reasons. You didn't just put them on one day because you wanted to pretend. No, we put these masks on to protect ourselves. We put these masks on as a response to some kind of, some kind of wound. We, we put them on because we've been hurt. We live in this often cruel and harsh and dog-eat-dog world, and these masks are sometimes the only thing that we can count on to keep us safe. But just like these physical masks we've been wearing, these apparently controversial pieces of cloth, just like these things, none of us really want to wear them. I mean, they're annoying. These ones you put on and they kind of hurt behind your ears if you wear them for too long. Just like these cloth masks, we wear our invisible masks to protect ourselves and to protect others. 
But we would so love to just take these stinking things off and get rid of them, wouldn't we? We're just waiting. We're just waiting to do it until it's safe. Whatever you think about the masks, I'm not here to convince you one way or the other. It's, it's the principle I'm after. The principle is this. The thing that, we, that will make us safer to take the mask off and keep it off is one thing right now. Uh, they say it's a vaccine, right? A safe and effective vaccine. And now I know that I'm stepping in some controversial doo-doo at this moment. Whatever you think about vaccines and masks, that's not what I'm after. It's the principle we're talking about right now. So hang with me because it's the perfect example of what it takes for the invisible masks we wear to come off and stay off. You see, the purpose of a mask is twofold. It's used to protect ourselves from others, and it's also used to protect others from ourselves on the off chance that we have the virus and aren't showing symptoms. Which takes us back to why we sometimes hesitate to take off these invisible masks that keep us from just being ourselves. Many of us know that that when we're just being ourselves, there are parts of us that are just plain ugly, not good, dangerous even. I mean, Scripture says it best. It's in Romans chapter 7. Paul says this. He says, So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Whew. Isn't that the truth? I mean, I know me. And sometimes me just ain't pretty. Sometimes the me I know is selfish, nervous. The me I know can, can care more about what other people think than about what's right. The, the people-pleasing mask I've worn in the past, it's, it's just my politically correct way of hiding a deep-seated need for approval. You see, you see, the me everybody tells us to be, they tell us to be that me until they experience it firsthand. And then they say, oh, no, 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 <laughs> be a different one. I didn't mean that self. I didn't mean that self when I told you to be yourself. Be a different one. So we put the mask back on. If you want to take the mask off safely, You need to actually address the things that forced that mask on in the first place. You need some medicine. You might say you need the equivalent of a safe and effective vaccine. You need what Jesus offers. In Ephesians 4, Paul says this, But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. That's the me. That's the you that we can boldly and unashamedly be. And the medicine that gets us there is Jesus. Philippians echoes it. Paul says this in Philippians 2. He says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And then in Colossians 3, it's all over the New Testament. He says this, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. 
In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. To safely take off the mask, it requires admitting the need to take off the old self. You have to be willing to let that part of yourself die. And that starts with letting Jesus begin to grow your new self. This isn't a new mask. This is renewal. This is a resurrecting. This is a redeeming of who you are. It's a transforming of, of yourself into who God most calls you to be. Like it says in Romans 12 too, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now, now notice that this is not a one-time, sudden sort of thing. No, when we take the mask off and we put, on, put the old self off and we put on the new self, we are consistently, over time, over and over again, renewing our mind to more and more be in line with Jesus. It's to be his apprentice. It's to be his disciple. It's to live in the ways that Jesus teaches us to live. Now, why does this work? Why is it different with Jesus? Why can't we take the mask off in a healthy way on our own? It's because Jesus gives us what we need. It's kind of like a potted plant, right, that you have in the house. There are some potted plants I feel like you could just, you could honestly just give them anything, right? You, you have them lots of light, you have no light. You have water, you have no water. You accidentally pour Coca-Cola in the potted plant. You don't know, whatever, right? It survives, barely. A lot of us survive like that. But when you take a plant like that and you care for it, you give it the right light, you give it the right amount of water, you make sure it doesn't get too close to the window and, and get too cold at night, you can see this plant begin to just really thrive. It can actually become what it was always meant to be, this big, beautiful plant. Wherever you go, there you are. The only way I know of to take the mask off and keep it off is to be and become the you that God has always planned and called for you to be. Because wherever you go, there you are. The beautiful thing about all of this is that you don't have to change in order for God to love you. You don't have to muster up the discipline to, to finally be good enough, to be that good enough person so fi finally God can say, all right, take off your mask. No, that's, that's not it. It's actually quite the opposite. God loves you as you are, mask or no mask. And this gets at why we can safely take off that mask with Jesus. God takes this, this person, this, this shell of a person that we've presented to everyone else. He takes all of this, all of the things that we've, we've hardened into, and, and he softens them up. He begins to redeem those parts of us. He, he makes our hearts malleable and moldable again. He, he takes them and he shifts them, these, these hearts of ours, this essence of who we are, and he forms them into who they've always been designed to be. People who know they are loved by a good God, 
people who don't fear for the future, people with self-control and kindness, people who love others with, with Jesus' kind of love, people who are gentle, people who look a lot like what it says in the scriptures in Galatians 5, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. When the mask comes off like this, when we take it off and entrust these selves of ours to a good God who desires to transform us into who he's always known we could be, when that mask comes off, oh, it changes everything. It's when that saying can be true, wherever you go, there you are, and we can smile about it because we know God is making us into who we know deep down God has always designed us to be. And it's a good thing, a beautiful thing, a thing that reflects a good and loving God. A person who can look in the mirror, look yourself in the eyes like, your, like yourself, be your true, your God-formed self, and be happy with it. So that, that's the why. We all want to take off the mask. We all want to be ourselves and like ourselves. But how? How do you begin this process of God working in you and changing you and shaping you? How do you do it? Because it's more than a simple prayer, right? It's more than a simple prayer. But it's not less than one. This whole thing, this whole part of, of taking off your mask... It has to, at the very least, start with a prayer. It has to, at the very least, start with praying to accept this gift that Jesus is. This gift that comes our way by a, a life perfectly lived. This king who was elevated on a cross to show us the fierceness of his love that covers sin. This king and savior Jesus who shows us his way doesn't end in death. It begins in resurrection and new life and new selves and he grows us. He grows us and that all can actually start right now. We don't have to wait for it. This begins with a prayer of accepting that gift that Jesus gives us. It begins there and I'll give you a chance in a, in a moment to, to say that prayer. But you need to know that it, it doesn't end there. It continues. It continues with something countercultural. It it continues not with us trying super hard to finally get it right. No, it continues with us slowing down long enough and regularly enough to allow Jesus to shape us from the inside out. What does that look like? Honestly, honestly, it looks like some good old-fashioned churchy words. Prayer. Quiet time spent with God. Not telling God a laundry list of all the things you want. Instead, listening to the parts of ourselves that need is healing and is changing. Prayer, Bible reading. I recommend Luke or Ephesians if you want a place to start. Inviting God to, to move in us. These are the transformational tools God has used in human beings for centuries. And honestly, in our fast-paced world... These are the countercultural actions that help us safely take the mask off and allow God to work in us. So wherever we go, 
we can be glad to be there. If you've neglected those things, remember their power. Remember what it feels like to be quiet and removed from distractions. To be removed from those distractions long enough for God to bring something to the surface and begin to change you through it. Because you have to know, Jesus is not far off. Jesus is not some all-distant person. He's, he's present. His Holy Spirit is, is literally in us if we've accepted him. It, it's in this powerful force transforming us. Can you slow down and get quiet enough to feel it and experience it? How might that change the way you live? Wouldn't it be able to, to be even more yourself? Wouldn't you be able to actually like live how you know you're supposed to live, how God forms you to live? Can you get quiet enough? Can you take the time to read and, and absorb what God is teaching you? Can you pray to him and ask you to ask him to change you and grow you? Can you do those things? I think we can, but but when, right? When is it going to be safe to take this mask off? Why not now? Why not now? I'm going to pray in just a minute. And when I pray, I'm going to offer two prayers. The first prayer is this. It's to accept this gift, this gift of taking off the mask that Jesus offers. God loves us in this crazy way, and he wants us to be free. You don't have to hide with God. You don't have to pretend with God. God sees you for who you are, and he wants you to be free. He wants you to, wherever you go, like being who you are. And I think that's a really powerful thing. And so I want to invite you, if you want to say that prayer, to accept the gift of forgiveness and new life that Jesus offers, to have that opportunity. That'll be the first part of this prayer. And the second part is this, to invite God to, to keep the mask off and to keep transforming you. Because this isn't a one-shot deal. This isn't like a one-moment thing where that, that's it and you're all done. No, this is, this is a prayer you say that begins a process that lasts into eternity. It starts now. You get to be transformed and it gets to happen over and over and over again, all the way into eternity. And it, it's this way of taking off this pretending thing that we've, we've lived with, this, this face covering that's protected us. We don't need that protection anymore because God is there and he loves who we are and he can form who we really are and who he wants us to be and it's so much better. It's the plant fully grown and beautiful. It's good things. It's living who you are and who God desires you to be. So in the second part of the prayer, I'm simply going to pray that God would help us to continue to get quiet long enough to hear him. And then those things that he brings to the surface that we would let him work on those things. Would you pray with me? Dear God, thank you that you love us. So much that whether we got that mask on or not, you are coming for us and care for us. So today, for some of us, we're saying we're going to take the mask off for the very first time. Knowing that we don't have to pretend with you. We accept your gift of loving us just the way we are, of forgiving us for all the ways that we've run from you and hidden from you. 
Help us to take those things off and to trust you with ourselves so that we we can become the selves that really live for you in transformational ways that you would work in us and change us and form us. We give you our life and we want to be your disciple, your follower. And for those of us who have said that prayer before, God, we we, we pray that you would continue to transform us, that it wouldn't be a, a single prayer, but it would be a life, a life of loving you and following you and letting you transform us. Help us to get quiet long enough with you that those things that come to the surface would be there and we would see them and we would give you access to them to transform them. Help it to shape and change who we are more in line with who you've always meant us to be. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. May you live without these invisible masks. May you be happy to be you wherever you go. May God continue to transform you and give you joy as he does. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm so grateful for all of you and for our church. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, it says that God loves a cheerful giver. And you need to know that when you give here at RCC, you're not only honoring God with your finances, but you're supporting the mission and ministries of this church. And there's a couple different ways you can give. You can give online. You can go to rccsunday.com. There's a giving platform on there that's super easy to use, super user-friendly. You just click on the icon and you can give using a credit card or a bank statement. You can set up a reoccurring gift or just do it once, uh, one time. And another thing you can do is a lot of people like to give uh, by giving a physical check in an envelope. If you want to do that too, that's totally fine. Our address is 155 State Street. We have a little mail slot on one of the doors you can put it in. Uh, It's the door that's on the lower level that faces State Street, Fond du Lac Street. uh, And that's what you can do too. So uh, love you guys. Can't wait to see you soon. Um, Have a great week. See you next Sunday.